Hello and welcome back to the Morning Story Podcast. My name is Cody Birch and I'd like to tell you a story. This story is called the All-White Tuxedo Model. And here's my story. Now I've been in online business for a while. So this is what I tell my aunts and uncles. I help people turn their expertise into revenue. So what have you done in your life? You got some experience, some expertise, and you can make a course or a membership or a mini workshop or a coaching program or host a live event about your expertise. Now I like this type of business because you just need for the most part a laptop. I use Google Docs and a couple hundred dollars worth of software and I have a very nice lean laid back online business. It's very nice compared to something where you have capital equipment. Like I don't have a building. I work from home. I don't have a $400,000 bulldozer. I don't need that. I use the internet to make money for my expertise, right? So I don't have a building, I don't have a fleet of vehicles, I don't buy capital equipment, I don't have anything really expensive. When I do my taxes, my accountant's like, what all do you own? I was like, I don't know, man, not a lot. Not a lot. I got a laptop, I got this microphone, it's got this desk, I got this chair. Like, I just, don't, I just don't need a lot to run my business. And so before I was the Cody Birch you see today with a laid back online business, I was talking with some friends years ago, but I think before we had kids and they were opening up a business and I didn't have a ton of context at the time I worked for a, at a brick and mortar place. I was probably, that was probably about the time I was selling home loans and my boss had office space in a target parking lot. Also kind of by a Chuck E. Cheese, which depending on the city you live in, if you're near a Chuck E. Cheese, it might not be a very nice part of town. And that's just what I knew in this office space. We had a big printer. Remember those big $20,000 printers? And we had a phone line in our offices and it was hardwired and we had all these desks and chairs. And when someone quit or got fired, we'd move their desk into my office and we'd fight for that stuff. And I used to share desks with this girl named Jamie, who now has this like billion dollar company and all this stuff. So that's what I thought business was, but now it looks way different. You don't, for the most part in my world, you don't need a big office space and chairs and a phone line and a $20,000 printer. You don't need those things. That's just kind of a bygone era. But a friend of ours was starting a bridal shop business. And I was not their advisor. I had no right back then or now to have any opinion about their business. But I just remember thinking, that sounds hard. Like you have to get the inventory dialed in and you have to find space. Like if people are buying their wedding dress, it's one of their biggest purchases of their life. They've got to have a nice location to come to. And I remember they said they had found this space. Now we, we go, we still live near where their first office building was. It was right next to this pizza shop and next to this liquor store. It wasn't a bad part of town by any stretch of the imagination, but they did it. They made it happen. And they rented this little space over kind of by our house. It lived nearby as well. And one of the ways they grew their business is they would host these fashion shows at the embassy suites and kind of like Chuck E. Cheese, depending on the city you live in, the embassy suites might or might not be in a nice part of town. In our part of town, it's medium. Now, there is a Hooters next door, but that's a different story. That's the part of town that it's in, if you can kind of picture that in any mid-sized American town. And she was doing this fashion show and said, I need people. I can't just parade these tuxedos and dresses and bridesmaids' dresses and all these cummerbunds and top hats and tails and canes and white tuxes and black tuxes and purple tuxes and plaid tuxes. I need people. I need bodies inside these clothes. And so they reached out to the friend group and said, who wants to be in a fashion show? And I'm always up for a good story. I raised my, my hand. is like, I'm in. My buddy Dan, our realtor who sold us our house, I'm in as well. So next thing I know, I'm in a hotel room at an embassy suites in Colorado Springs. And we didn't get to pick. We turned in our measurements so she knew the size that I was, 
my size has been mentioned exhaustively on this podcast already. And I didn't get to pick the clothes I wore. I just put on whatever they gave me. So I opened up the garment bag to see what had been chosen for my six foot three frame. And it was white. It got me thinking, Cody, what was white? Everything, (laughs) everything in that. It was probably on a white hanger, white shirt, white vest, white tie, white jacket, white pants, white socks, white shoes, probably with white soles. It was, uh, it was remarkable. It was all white. It wasn't off white. It wasn't ivory. It wasn't bone. It was white, like white as snow, white, all white, not a red tie, not a purple cummerbund, not a plaid pocket square. It was white. I put it all on. Looked pretty awesome from my perspective. At the time, camera phones weren't really a thing. <laughs> a little bit before the iPhone. So I had a little flip phone. I've got a picture somewhere. It's super grainy. It's a selfie, I think before selfies were invented, of me with my flip phone with the pull-up antenna with the technically had a camera on it. I took a picture of me in a mirror like, what's up? You know, I didn't, there's no way to post it, like no social media presence or anything. I might have posted it to my MySpace page if I had one at the time. But it's just me in this white on, white on, white on, white on, white tux. And after that, you know, you go downstairs and they had the whole thing, like a whole, I'm going to call it a catwalk. I don't know what else they're called, but if you're a model and you're walking somewhere, isn't that called a catwalk? You got to go out there and you got to strut your stuff as I've heard. So I'm out there. uh, I was paired up with a person that had a matching outfit. I forget what she was wearing. I was too obsessed with myself and I was a little self-conscious on why am I now in front of hundreds of people in the lobby of an embassy suites. You can hear the fountain in the background. You can smell the... Uh, chlorine from all of the water features. I don't know why there's so many water features inside of an embassy suites, but there are. It's one where all of the rooms, you know, if it's a six story or 10 story hotel, all the rooms face inward. So people are like lining the railing on the sixth floor, looking down at this fashion show that I'm now a part of. It wasn't about me. There's no way anybody ever remembers that there was some six, three guy in his early twenties in an all white tuxedo, but I remember. And now you remember as well. So it was a fun experience. Happy to pitch in to help my friend. I didn't get paid for it. There might have been pizza in the green room. I don't remember. But for one day, and one day only, I was, an, I was a model. I was out there strutting my stuff on the catwalk. So that's my story for you today. Fun memory about helping out a friend. And that's your story prompt today. As you're running your business, what is a way that you've gotten your friends involved? Maybe you've called in a favor. Maybe you needed somebody to stand in for an image in your Facebook ad. Maybe you needed to try to make a group of people look like they're learning from you at the same time. So you call all your friends to come in. So you can snap that quick photo. But what's a time that you relied on your friend network to support your business so you could grow it? And what's the lesson you learned along the way? Well, thank you for checking out the Morning Story Podcast today. Hope you'd enjoyed it. Go share your story with someone. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Morning Story Podcast. If you'd like more story ideas, go to 202storyideas.com. That's 202storyideas.com. And if you'd like to get better at storytelling so you make more sales, go to storymagnetworkshop.com. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of my story.